0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Megan May podcast. I am your host, Megan May, and I am so excited you are here. I am a wife, mom to four, entrepreneur, small town girl, people pleaser and rehab, faith follower, and just your average girl next door. Enough with the small talk, let's dig deep. I am excited to share with you in this space real and imperfect episodes of marriage, mom life, relationships, faith, adoption, and so much more. More than anything, I hope to inspire you to truly know how much you matter in this world. So grab a cozy spot, blanket, snack, or beverage of your choice and come exactly as you are and let's get started. So I grew up in a small town in central Minnesota. I am an extrovert, people-pleasing, indoorsy, girly girl who in my older teens could not wait to get out of this small town and go live in the big city, a place with entertainment and food at every block and all kinds of nachos. I wanted to live in a cute little apartment with no yard or anything to take care of, One where you'd actually like probably pay an HOA fee so I could have a gym or a pool or a park at my easiest convenience. I really wanted to meet a city boy and most importantly, I actually did not want any children. My mom did daycare for many years of my life. I have one older brother and from being around children half of our lives, which we actually loved, we were a little burnt out. And it's funny, to this day, my brother still has no children. On my way out of this tiny town in central Minnesota, this receding hairline, arm tattoo, buff, knight in shining armor came rolling into this town in his Chevy truck. He was no complete stranger to me, as I actually happened to be besties with his younger sister. And he actually grew up in the same town as me. He was seven years older, and if you do the math, he was a senior my sixth grade elementary year. It's funny, to this day, the only time that we really realize the age difference between the two of us is through music. 100%. I was just ending a long-term relationship, and I was ready to head and go live in the city and dream big dreams and do all the things, but that abruptly came to a stop, The day he walked into this mutual friend's wedding and in a cheesy fashion, sparks literally flew you guys. And within a week of spending time with this guy, my city dreams started slowly fading away and as love took over, I knew deep in my heart I was going to marry him. When we met at this wedding, you know, we fell head over heels with one another And then, because I thought I was going to be single, and because um, I was blessed with actually some great genetics of teeth, I actually chose to get braces a week after we were dating. And not just braces, you guys, I chose to get braces. I had teeth pulled out, I had implants done. And I had to break it to Jake like, hey, you're like, we're dating, and I'm getting braces. So um, he actually ventured with me through all of my teeth work, which was really fun. And he clearly loved me a lot to deal with that. We still look back at pictures, shake our head, and we're like, wow, that was um, horrible. But when we got engaged, I promised, because I had all this teeth work done, I promised like, I would never, ever get married with braces on. I mean, what girl dreams... When she's playing with her Barbies and Kendall, like what girl actually dreams like, hey, I hope I have braces on at my wedding date. So that was going to be a non-negotiable. When we set our wedding date the next day, I instantly talked to my orthodontist and said, I need these babies off and my teeth put together by my wedding date. And guess what you guys, two weeks before we got married, my teeth were done. They were all done and I had the most beautiful smile. We took our engagement pictures two weeks before we got married and it was just absolutely perfect. We were head over heels with one another. He worked on the road and I could not wait for him to come home every weekend so I could see him. A few months later, while he was romantically gutting out a deer during deer hunting, he was full of blood and he told me he loved me. Of course, you guys, I told him I loved him back. I dreamed when I was little of a simple wedding. Very simple, very basic. I didn't want anything over the top. And it's funny because I come from a big family and Jake's grandma had 16 children. So our wedding was the exact opposite of the vision that I had. It was over the top. My mom went crazy as being the only girl in our family to get married. I didn't have any sisters. And my brother actually got married in a quiet area on a houseboat. And so she went over the top. My wedding was huge. We had 560 guests. And it was absolutely crazy. Jake and I got really sick, actually, the week of our wedding. And I remember sitting in his jacuzzi tub. We were so sick. We had the water super hot. And we were sitting there just trying to breathe through the steam. And I was like bawling... (laughs) The week before our wedding being like, how did this get so big? But you guys, it was perfect. I had to remember the day was about him and I. It was about a commitment to one another. It was about making actually the biggest commitment of our lives. I actually still laugh at that date because at that time, we made the biggest commitment and had no idea where our lives would take us. We had... Thoughts and we shared those thoughts, and we had some of the same goals, but our life is nowhere near where we thought it would be the day that we said, I do. But who does? I was 22 years old, he was 29, and we just knew that love was all we needed. We were obsessed with one another. But it almost didn't work out because I also told him at the time that I did not want children. I just didn't. And when I watched his face, like I could just see like the emptiness in his face. And he looked at me and told me that it would actually be a deal breaker in our relationship. He wanted kids and he never ever thought about not having kids. So just like my city dreams, my dreams of having no children slowly faded, faded away by love. And I agreed on one child. That was enough to move forward. Six months later, we were engaged, and the following year, we got married. My husband Jake is a country boy in the deepest part of his soul. He loves everything from land to gravel roads to the smell of cow crap. He is a perfectionist introvert and uses a stud finder to literally hang absolutely every picture or sign on the wall, no matter how light it is. He is also an expert at loading a dishwasher. When we were dating, I found it really cute that he redirected me on how to load a dishwasher. And if you ever need direction from him, he is still a pro to this day. These were all traits that he had that were hidden by love when we were dating. They are also all traits that almost caused us to get a divorce about a year and a half into our marriage. He was the exact opposite of the man of my dreams. And when the love and lust wore off, I know we were both wondering what the heck we got ourselves into because both of our personalities and traits were super annoying to one another and were getting more annoying each day. By a year and a half into our marriage, we also were blessed with a child. We had our daughter, Jada. And she came actually after we suffered two miscarriages together. We were a daughter deep and in the hardest part of our marriage. And you guys, I will never forget when we were so annoyed with one another. We were standing in our kitchen and the word divorce came up in one of the only big fights that we have ever had. You guys, that word, when we spoke it out loud scared us more than anything else in this world. We looked at each other, we cried, and from that moment on, we decided to work together more than against each other. I decided to allow his opposite traits of me actually enhance me, ground me, and be good for me versus working against them and letting them annoy me. And he did the same for me. We have now been married for 14 years, which I cannot believe it. I still don't even feel like I look old enough to say I've been married 14 years. But we are doing this life together and it is full. We are busy, it is full, and we are just trying to get through it each and every day. We still drive each other crazy from time to time, but we are loving each other more and more each year as we grow together in our life. Our family table, like I said, looks a little odd to many people. Remember when I told you my plan was to have no children? Well, 12 years ago, that almost came true when I actually suffered two miscarriages. At that time, I could get pregnant very easily, but that baby just never stayed. You know, going through two miscarriages was something I never thought I would ever experience at that time, you know, 13 years ago, that was something that really wasn't talked about. I actually love today that miscarriages are so much openly talked about and people share their stories as they are so common. At the time, I felt super alone. I promised my husband that I would have a child with him. And when that wasn't happening, you guys, I felt everything was wrong with me. And when my doctor started believing that we could make this work and after we went through all the things, it was crazy because my first two pregnancy tests that I gave him, I wrapped him up. I wrapped him in baby paper. I, um, I think I gave him a bottle of Crown Royal when I told him he was going to be a dad. Why I picked that, I have no idea, but it was cool when you're 22. When we found out we were pregnant with Jada, it actually came as a surprise right after a really hard conversation that Jake and I had. We were at his sister's wedding and I told him, I don't know if we would ever be able to have children. And he told me that he never even thought that he would never be able to have a child of his own. It was a hard conversation. I remember crying and I remember worried, like, are we going to make it through this point. And you guys, I had no idea at the time, but I was already pregnant with Jada. When I found out I was pregnant with her, I was shocked, and I was scared out of my mind. I knew how easy I could get pregnant, and I knew how easy I could lose that baby. But this time was different. I went in for shots, I went in for blood draws, and we endured the next 3 months of being checked on constantly. While she grew. And you know what? It worked. For some miracle, she worked. And I was so convinced she was going to be a boy. So we did not find out what we were going to have. I was so convinced she was going to be a boy because everyone has a boy first. And it was so funny because when we were on the way to the hospital, I was in labor. Jake actually told me that he hated our girl name. I'm not going to share that girl name because, um, I still love it today, and there's, I'm sure, many girls named that. But he told me he hated it, and I was like, that's okay. It's going to be a boy. I don't care. So she came out a girl. And you know, it was crazy because for the first time when she came out and I realized she was the girl, of course, I was excited, but I was like, oh, man, Jake didn't get a son. Like, I don't know. I just feel like every dad maybe wants a son. But as I thought that, I watched him hold her and promise her the world And to this day, 12 years later, you guys, he was meant to have his daughter. She is everything to him and she knows it too. And we were so blessed to know that we could have a child. And I know that is something that we count our blessings all the time because it is something so many people do not get to experience. We do not take that lightly. And after seeing different doctors and doing different infertility, we even joke to this day saying that a stork truly brought our beautiful baby girl, Jada. She actually turned 12 this month, and I just find it so hard to believe we have a 12-year-old. We decided one wasn't good. I know how some people have one child, but you know what? We were like, oh, she's going to be spoiled. She was the only grandchild on my side because obviously my brother didn't want kids. So we decided that we should probably have another child. And two and a half years later, we welcomed this sweet little adorable chunky little boy and we named him Asen. We were done. We were done. We had a girl and we had a boy. Two parents, two sets of hands, pure perfection, you guys. I sold everything, everything. I was so done. Actually, one to two kids was really hard for me. Our daughter was like everything. She did everything with us. And when we welcomed our son, it was really, really hard to have a baby and a little toddler who still was very dependent on me. And so I was so done. After we sold about everything, we told people we were done and we were moving forward. We got pregnant for the third time three years later with our son, Lennon. The pregnancy was super hard. It was actually very scary. And we had a lot of complications with this pregnancy. He was truly a miracle. And during the C-section, Jake and I made the decision and decided that we were so blessed to have three children that we decided we were going to be done and make it final At that time, it was very popular to get your tubes cut. And while my C-section was done, I decided to have my tubes cut as well. I felt really great about the decision. I remember sitting with Jake in the chair right before we were about to have Lennon, and we were sitting in this chair looking at each other, making this decision together. And out loud, we said, as a joke... If for some crazy reason, God thought we could handle any more kids, they did not need to be our blood. We joked, God laughed, and four years later, you guys, he called us to a journey of adoption. A journey that became the hardest and most beautiful journey that we have yet to walk as a family and as a married couple together. Our daughter, Marin fiercely grew in my heart. For 999 days. She was born February of 2022 in the beautiful state of Florida. Her journey was beautiful. I always knew that we would welcome a little girl into our family. And I'm not gonna lie, I think that started from our daughter praying so hard for a sister after she had two crazy brothers. I knew she would come. I knew somewhat even of what she would look like. Her story was written by no accident, and I cannot wait to share more of that with you in a future episode. Not only did we gain another daughter, but we actually also gained more family members in our lives as we chose to have an open adoption with her Florida family. So here we are, living in the country, I have beef cows literally right out my kitchen window. We have plenty of mowing yard. We have several acres of land. We have had goats and chickens. We have a camper. We have four kids and we still live in the small town and the nearest big city from us is about 60 miles away. This is a far cry from the life I thought I would have when I was dreaming up all these things as an 18 year old girl. Our home is loud. It is full and we absolutely feel blessed one moment and we want to rip out our hair the next. But you know what? We would not change it for the world. Never in a million years did I think I would have a life like this chosen for me. It is truly the exact opposite of what I dreamed of. But God's plans were far greater than mine. He knew Jake would be my perfect husband and he knew I would be his perfect wife. I am crazy, but his life would be so boring without me. I actually remind him of that constantly. On the flip side, he grounds me and he is my steady, thank goodness, because I feel like I would be in padded walls several times in my life if I didn't have him. I am his encourager to follow his dreams and he is mine. Although I do feel like a failure of a mom more than I care to admit it, God clearly entrusted me and us with these four children. Being a mom has been the hardest and most rewarding job I have ever had and will continue to ever have. So as I close this episode, I bet you are dying to know one thing. Are we done having children? That is an answer I will never say out loud. Because God is an all-loving God, however, I do find him to be quite the comedian as I get to know him more. And I am not going to tempt him out loud, especially on a public platform. So my short answer is we feel complete for the fourth time. However, our door and our hearts will always remain open. So now you know a little bit more about my life. And until we meet again next time, my friend, I hope you always know how much you truly matter. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can follow more of me on Instagram at youmatterbymegan. Please also subscribe and leave a rating for this podcast. Your love and support is greatly appreciated.